Oh, hello. I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. Eric, I'm going to need you to bring up the energy. I'm excited. Are you? I've never been more excited in my life. Okay. He's 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 kind of looking at me funny, but I think he's ex- he's crossing <laughs> his eyes. I think he's excited though. What if um I Eric's never not excited. It's so rare. I was about to say what if people did a podcast and that was um that was their vibe like I'm really excited for this episode. But then I realized I can NPR name like does 10 that. podcasts, not yeah. just NPR. I can yeah. name like 10 other podcasts, non NPR podcasts that the people, the hosts are like that. <laughs> I can't listen. I can't. I'm, I, I need, I need people to bring it. I need, I need pep some, in their step. yeah, I need, I need people to be excited to trick me into thinking that what they're saying is exciting. Right. You, like, know? you don't have to be like Phoebe Robinson or Pete Holmes level. Like that is awesome and super all the way excited. You can't be like you can't be like one third of Terry Gross's excitement. I feel That's like it's enough. a sign of confidence though, because you're just like what I'm saying is so important. That That's a good point. It's it reminds me of when um, people don't put um, descriptions in their like uh, on yeah. their like iTunes or their Stitcher, like their description of their the episode. It's just like episode sixteen, and I'm like, like why you, am you're I listening gonna watch to this? It. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like people are gonna listen to it. Right. People listen to all of them, so whatever. <laughs> like when I write our descriptions, I'm like, I use capital letters and yep. exclamation points, and yep. I try to fit in everything in there because I'm like, guys, 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 we're doing, we're doing, look, 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 look at me, look at me, look at me. What's that? What's that saying about like? Those who have the least to say say the loudest. Yeah, that's not right. Those who need to compensate, (laughs) overcompensate, (laughs) put a lot of exclamation points and caps in their (laughs) podcast description. That's exactly word for word. I saw that on a pillow once. It was a cross stitch pillow. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's a Hungarian proverb. Yeah, on a cross stitch pillow. (laughs) I love. I know this is like passe, and it's been people have been doing it for years. But the like cross stitch things that are would not normally be cross stitch things. Oh, I'm you know? a, I've made those before. You've, oh my gosh. How, you made them? How did you not know I this? mean, I've seen them, but I I've seen the ones that you've had, but I guess I didn't remember I'm that you made them. Yeah. I That's made my impressive. mom one that says Kise Nefrega, which means who mean? gives a shit in Italian. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. What was it, what was the other one that you made? You made a really funny phrase. Um, I made one for Christy that says like "bitch, please." And yeah, I don't know. yeah, just, yeah. They're just like fun, fun like fun. no, no, sassy I love it. phrases. They're, it's a lot of work. I, no, I believe you. Yeah, my uh, mother, hey Cindy, used to do uh, cross stitch, and she would always do it on the plane, yeah. on the airplane. I like it. it's it's relaxing. Are you allowed to bring needles onto a plane now? I think now you are tiny, oh, just tiny ones, just a little needle. I brought like scissors, like if I um. Oh God! If I'm bringing crochet, if I'm like doing crochet on the plane, now see, I would think you're not allowed to do that. You are. You can bring scissors. I think there was a time where you couldn't, though. Like oh, even really? crochet needles. Interesting. They've gotten but they've, so they've lax. They've gotten lax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they don't give a shit. I mean, <laughs> hopefully they still give a little bit of a shit. Yeah, a tiny, just a tiny shit. Yeah, a tiny shit. Yeah. But they've gotten more lax. They've got bigger um, fish to fry. So I have to say, uh, we are now we're pre-check. Speaking of oh my God, boarding. I can't talk about this. Okay. Are you pre-check, Justin? He's giving the thumbs up, but refusing to speak for some reason. He always says that. <laughs> he, <laughs> I mean, he does look cool doing it, so I guess I understand. Um, are you not pre-check, Lauren? Okay, get it together. It takes... First of all, you don't even have to go to the airport. I, There's like an office you? on like can 40th I, and 7th. Can I stop you? 80 bucks for three years. Can I stop you? It took six minutes. My mother <laughs> feels better than everyone because she's pre-check. Now... Th- She's pre. She's been. She was like one of the original priesters. I believe it. And she never ever stops talking about it. And basically, yeah. if everyone was pre, like the more people, the less she likes it. She just likes feeling better than everybody else. And, like, oh, I see. And she's been trying to get me to do it forever. And like we really like. I had an appointment. I missed my appointment. But like, it's just I never hear. I never. I feel like every time I talk to her, Ugh. she's like on my ass about it. About so now it's like a defi- you know when your mom is like brush your teeth and you're like no so you don't brush your teeth for two years straight <laughs> you know like that's how I feel like I am with te- pe- with pre I'm like whatever so now I feel like whenever we go to the airport together, she's like well I have pre so I guess I'll just go in front of you and I'm like well I don't Ouch. have pre 
and it didn't really save you much time. Like now it's like a battle of the pre. <laughs> like I know it's better. I'm joking, but like I'm just like being really defiant about it. I, I know totally it's get better. that. You're you're suddenly a I'm being girl like again. a teenage girl. Yeah, but sorry. listen, even if everyone else joined pre-check, that'd be great because. If all it affords me is not shoes. taking off my shoes and not taking out my laptop, which is almost the bigger one, the laptop thing. I know. The I'm laptop okay is it. huge. The laptop is like, huge. I want to be able to put that in the depths of my yeah. carry-on thing that goes overhead if I don't need to work on the plane, well, you know? I just know that I need to get my shit together and get it. It's really good. It's just... But point being, I okay, so we got pre-check. And then also, like, every once in a while when we're doing a quick trip to Ohio to see family... Delta will be like, you know, upgrade to first class for like 40 bucks, you know, total We've talked about person. this. I never would do that. And we're, that's one way we're different. That's a the singular, only way. A singular way. But for me, it's like I get anxiety about people and planes and like people being in close proximity and whatever. Like the first class thing for me is like, oh my God, I can just be so much more relaxed. It turns a uh, kind of an anxious plane ride into like a glorious, wonderful. So anyway, you do those two things and then all of a sudden you're like on a like a transatlantic flight and there's no pre-check on your airline and you're of course in coach and you like weren't able to book your seat because you did it like through you know different and you just feel like you know like it's not so bad no you feel like it is so bad wait what do you mean like when your experience like not having to take your shoes off sitting in first class oh my god not so bad is right but I guess we have opposite experiences because I'm like taking off my shoes and yeah. crammed back there. And I'm just like, it's it's okay. I'm going to make it. I mean, I'm that should be my attitude. But the problem is once you cross that threshold no, of go ease, back. going back is the really I know, tough thing. I know. Well, I'm going to do it eventually. Yeah. I'm going to make another appointment. Once you do it, you won't be able to go back. I know. No, but I, I think everyone should do pre-check because all you're doing is sort of like doing this like deep background check. And then they're like, Okay, you're like not an at-risk flyer, or, right. or I don't, I don't really know. Well, what they the did system is. request to touch touch DJ Jaywoo's butt. Is that normal? Like bare butt, bare. It, it was, was bare. It was a butt tap. You know what? I offered, and they they said uh, no, thank you. Oh, so that's really. I wonder strange. what's going on there. Yeah, maybe they changed the rules. <laughs> they must have. Yeah. I'll let you guys know when Probably. I get it. They're definitely going to want to touch. When did my you butt. get it? Uh, maybe like. A year ago. Okay, that yeah. was like pre-butt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. did you get it? No, I, I do remember them saying like we do normally touch people's butts, mm. but for you, yeah. I think you're good. Well, you're lucky. Yeah. You're really lucky. It's so lucky. Or they just didn't want to touch Bless my butt. Blessed. <laughs> um. Anyway, speaking of um security at the airport. Do we have any show notes? Just the huge. Everybody call the big listen and tell them that this is your favorite podcast. And as I said, I'm not going to stop asking this of you until we make it on there. Lauren, how do we call? 202-885-POD1 or email biglisten at wamu.org. Wow, that sounds easy. What's that number again? 202-885-POD1. It's so easy. You could have done it already. You could like do it while we're talking. You could yeah. have you could do it a hundred times during this podcast episode. We're not saying anything important. No. Just I mean call. we are for you know you should call, well, but imp- like important enough for the big listen to right, feature us, but right. not so important you can't call the big listen. Right. You can do two things at once. Yeah. Are there any corrections from last episode? No. <laughs> Nailed I know. it. I know. Nailed it. really good. Did you hear that big listen? We nailed it. I bet <laughs> you've listening. had a correction before. <laughs> Just kidding. I really like you and I want you to like us. You're the best. We love You're you. You're the second best. Us first, then you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, Lauren, should we jump into the podcast challenge? Y- yes. So you're I'm, excited. This is my new favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> it's a really fun one. It's. I it's, mean, I'm excited, but also terrified. Both. Yeah. Well, that's what's so exciting. It's like a roller right. coaster. It's like I just peed. I just inadvertently create my drawers yeah. because I'm so scared. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, um, our challenge segment is a brand new one. We do it at the top where Lauren and I challenge each other to listen to a certain podcast. So... Lauren challenged me last episode to listen to the Joe Rogan experience. 
Can you remind folks why why you challenged me? Right. I I didn't want this to turn into like a punishment where I'm like, yeah. listen to the worst podcast ever. Yeah. It's more like an investigation of why is this podcast so popular? Because if you listen to podcasts, you know that the Joe Rogan experience is always at the top of the charts. And I don't yeah. understand it because I've listened to like a few, like I've listened to a little bit of it before and I don't really get why it's so popular. And I really wanted Eric to like investigate and yeah. like listen, really listen to a full episode. Give it a good chance like listen to it naked so that nothing was like affecting you yeah. like yeah you know yeah so how'd it go so first of all you just mentioned like listen to the whole thing how long the podcast that i challenged you with was 13 minutes i know car talk was like an hour how long is this, this? episode the episode that i picked in most of them it, it was two hours no and 32 you did minutes. not listen to the whole thing please tell me you didn't i listened to two hours and 30 minutes. Stop it. Oh, fuck. You did. You should have called me. I know. Okay, so here's the thing. I didn't know. It's oh, my long. God. It's really long. Uh, I always want to start with a positive. So I'm going to start by saying he gets a lot of good guests. That's, that's a truth. Truth. I'm going to continue by saying <sighs> the ads at the top of the show combined with him talking about like upcoming gigs took literally nine minutes and 13 seconds oh my god like exactly nine minutes like the ads god and it's funny because that means that he's succeeding because those ads are making money there was like 10 i'm so confused i don't understand humankind well obviously he's succeeding because he's like got a million yeah listeners i love how we're like critiquing him i know okay i mean we're not i mean no i mean any critique just means like maybe it's not for me but um so I, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to skip per the challenge rules, so I didn't skip the commercials. I, I'm oh god. No, no, no. It was part of it. I, I needed okay, to get okay. the experience. Okay. Well, I'll I mean? do it too. I'll listen. Okay. 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 It's... Um, he also like added a lot of color commentary to his ads. Okay. Which made them longer. Oh my god. Anyway, okay. So the episode I decided to watch was episode nine oh eight, which that's another positive thing. He's had a lot of episodes. Okay. The nine oh eight. That's a high number. That's a high number. Um. Uh, the guest was Leah Remini, who oh, I just Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's like, you know, making up for bad stuff. Let's hope. Okay. Let's find out. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so 30 minutes into it. <laughs> I'm I'm like glad I picked Leah Remini because I love her. But I have to say, as interesting as I think she is, at this point, in like 30 minutes in, I'm bored out of my How? Mind. That's like... That's like talent if you can make her fucking story boring she's like the most she has the craziest life she's talking about like the country's biggest cult and her involvement and how she got out and and it was i was so I, bored i she can't think charming. if you were like try to have a boring conversation with her i don't know how i would okay this is okay so maybe this is good so Go she on. was super charming and i it was clear that like they were friendly like that they had a rapport or maybe she's just that way with everyone because like she was like kind of busting his balls and like it was that part was really cute and charming so okay it got better which is good um it got less boring you know let's say around hour one no oh <laughs> you know God, what i mean I feel sick. um it was it was really really like okay. I, I hate this because I love you so much. No, it wasn't a like, punishment though. Okay. I you know I was multitasking. Okay. I wasn't just listening. Um, but were uh, you naked? I was for you, sure. Naked. You have to be naked during the podcast yeah, challenge. Okay. For sure, two hundred percent. Were you okay. at work? Just questioning. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. Go on. Um, so I actually did learn something new, which is another positive. Okay. Um, I learned that, uh, so we've all heard rumors that like Tom Cruise or John Tavolta, like the reason they're staying in the church is because the church has like some dirt on them. You know what I mean? The common rumors are that the, the, these two actors are gay and that the church has some damning information about, you know, them being gay. Um, Lee Remini said, actually, it's the total opposite. They stay because they're given such insane power within the organization. Like, why would you ever leave? Their their, their whole whole worlds are catered to. Um, she said that it's policy that their needs are the most important. Like, it's written down policy that they're wow. and they get they get like servants basically. They wow. get people who work for free for the church and go. And if they need anything when they're on set at a movie, they have like a team of Scientologists to cater to their every need. Oh she said that. The number, probably the number one mission of Scientology above all else is to keep Tom Cruise oh specifically happy. 
Wow. Keep him happy. Wow. So I just learned that very quickly in a few minutes. And that was very interesting. But you had to spend <laughs> three hours learning it. Uh, yeah. 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 That was, that's good. It's that's interesting. Yeah. And the other thing is there's there's a status called Kakan. K-A-K-H-A-K-H-A-N. Kakan. That L. Ron Hubbard granted to Tom Cruise. It basically means they have this like ethics committee, which is like their version of like the law, like a court of law. Within the church... If Tom Cruise wanted to kill someone, he could. And they would just dispose of the body. The church would dispose of the body. This is like written in wow. policy. See, this is okay. Someone wow. with Kakan status wow. can murder someone. Wow. And it's cool. Okay. Um overall oh there was a lot God. of it there were a lot of interesting things because Leah Remini is really right. interesting. Joe was a good interviewer, but there were also a few just like cringy, like broy moments. <sighs> um May not be cringy to everyone, but was a little cringy to me. Um, I guess overall, if there's a guest who you're super interested in 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 hearing, it would be worth listening to. That's my yeah. That's my overall. Someone who really like super duper yeah. interested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but and I kind of have like ten hours to spare. If you have ten hours, and you're to like spare. on a flight to Abu Dhabi. Well, but actually, that's real. You know, yeah. I was just on an eight hour flight, and like sometimes you do need a re- or if you're on a long drive, sometimes you do yeah. need a really long podcast. So. Sometimes you just do need nine minutes of ads. Yeah. Sometimes you're just like, what do, I, what do ads sound like these days? Uh, so I, I want to hear from listeners, though. Like, Me too. Am I alone in like right. not loving it? Or what do you guys think? So if you've listened to the Joe Rogan experience, tweet us at Love Your Podcast and just tell us what you thought. Say, yeah, yay or nay. Yeah. Also, um, no tagging though. Don't tag, don't tag Joe Rogan. Oh my God. I don't want to hurt his feelings because I'm trying to get on a show. Same. Yeah. Um, also, um, you challenged me last week. Do you remember why? Wait, remind me. Um, I was kind of saying that I wasn't that impressed with the song that Kate McCucci wrote. (gasps) And no, literally. So Uh. I, and I was like, well, I'm going to write a song for next episode. Yes. And, And I, was just listening to last week's episode right before I got here. So I literally, not to make excuses, I spent 14 seconds writing this, but. Oh my gosh. Do you want me to sing it? I am so excited. Okay. So I was kind of like, (laughs) she wrote the song about a robot and I was like, yeah, it's cute, but like, it's not like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I could have written it in five minutes. So this is what I wrote in like, seriously, it took me 20 seconds. I'm so excited. Are you having a good day, sir? I am. I'll tell you why in a quick sec. Last week it was my birthday, and my mom gave me a gift that was whimsically correct. It was a cute little baby robot, because she keeps giving me shit for not having my own kid. I love my cute little baby robot. It doesn't require food, air, or a lid. I leave my cute little baby robot... In my closet all day and night. It's the easiest little baby you ever did see. No breastfeeding, no burping, it doesn't even pee. But when I feel like seeing my cute little baby robot, I take her out of the closet and pull her around and dance with my cute little baby robot. We're the most precious mommy and baby in town. That's right. So, oh my god! I mean, it's not great, but I could work on it and make it a little better. That took zero seconds. Don't oh do you see what I'm trying gosh. to say here? Like, yes, if you I just do. like, I don't know. Okay, that was Lauren. That was really you're good. welcome. No, you're I'm welcome, serious. Everyone. That was really good. Okay. I loved it. What's you could. It? Is it titled Cute Little Baby Robot? Oh my god, that's a good title. I hadn't thought about it. Well, that's what it, collaboration it kind of makes is all sense. about. Yeah. 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 That, that, that fits. <laughs> that was so Oh my gosh. Good. Well, I mean, relatively speaking. I, well, no, not relatively. I mean, like comparing like it to like... Like you would listen to it. Like... Oh yeah. I okay. mean, comparing it to like the great writers of all time. Right. Thinking exactly. about like Stephen Sondheim. Oh my gosh. About, it like, made you feel things. The Beatles. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Um, okay. So now it's my turn to challenge you. Oh yes. You almost <gasps> forgot. Ooh. Oh, I love challenges. Okay. So I put it in the doc now, if you want to click on the link and look at this podcast, oh I'm closing my eyes. Should I open them? I guess that would make sense. One, right? two, open. 
I challenge you to listen to a podcast called We Fact Up. Oh have you heard gosh. of it? No. Okay, so... How have I not heard of this? This podcast is my pick. Not so much to punish you for making me listen to the Joe Rogan experience, but it's actually because I've tried to listen to this podcast many times. Wait, are they I, British? Australian. Okay, I, I have... You have, you have listened to this? Um, For like two seconds and I didn't like it and I moved on. Okay, sorry. Go on. Which I'm is excited. actually my story. Okay. I, I really like the idea of this podcast, but I have not been able to get into it. This is your experience too. You okay. tried it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I'm I mean, up. I'm up for this. I, I haven't made it very far and I need one of us to, similarly to get all the way to the end to figure out if there's good payoff. Okay. All right. So, I, I, I Challenge accepted. Okay. For you guys, it's called We Fact Up the podcast and it's sort of like mystery show actually so the premise is that like in our smartphone googling culture they take questions that guests pose and they try to figure out the answer using just their combined knowledge um and then afterwards they google the real answer to see how close they were sounds like a great idea eric what could possibly go wrong (laughs) oh my god okay Um, i know some example topics which sound interesting again Sounds like a good idea. Um, include how do headhunters shrink heads? I want to know. Why is popcorn the default movie food? Great question. And why is Friday the 13th considered spooky? I think I want to know those things. I, I want to know. I tried. You know how much I love popcorn and I tried the why is popcorn a default movie food? Couldn't oh make my it happen. God. So if She's real. Okay. If that can't work, I don't know what can well, work. But I, I, I need you to I need you to be brave and do it for I'm us. Gonna, I'm going in. And you know, I do notice that episode that comes up is only 35 minutes so i feel like right not that bad like how bad could it be 35 minutes how bad could it be yeah all right i'm sure thank you thank you you're welcome i can't wait (laughs) challenge accepted um amazing i'm so excited to hear your your uh oh my god i love this part of the podcast uh and now a word from our sponsor sunbasket you don't know this lauren but being a sun can be hard sometimes As boys, we sometimes don't know what things to own. What kind of underwear do we buy? Should we own purses? The answer is no, absolutely not, no purses. That's why I'm glad there's this new subscription services called Sun Baskets. Every month, they send you things only sons should have. Credit cards with all the money? Check. Pants? Check. Guns? Check. Cooking utensils? Heck no. If you're a son and a little confused about what you should own, Sunbasket has you covered. You'll never be confused for a girl again. Go to sunbaskets.com and enter discount code podcastpodcast and you'll get a special surprise. It's a violent video game. Wow. that's I'm so glad someone invented that. You know, yeah. I must say I tried to go on to Sunbaskets mm-hmm. in order and it was like meh, meh. I was like fuck you I was yeah. it was like are you a you sound like a daughter it's not for you yeah it's not for yeah. me I mean you're Can a girl it's easy for you to know what to buy like right. buy, a, buy, buy a ring yeah buy a hair tie cooking and things yeah buy, buy paint for your face I know it's easy you know paint what I mean? for my face yeah, yeah. I know so. we don't need daughter baskets but like sons I don't even know I mean L- report back I, is what I'm saying. I will. I yeah. will. My order uh, gets in, in in I think seven to ten business days. Oh, that's great. I'll definitely we, let you know when it wow, gets in. Wow, great to mention that. Yeah. Don't forget to mention that. Yeah. Speedy, speedy. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> seven to ten business days. What is this? Amazon Prime? You should probably order now because then <laughs> in one week you'll have your sun basket. Don't well, delay. Well, we're talking business days, not like. Oh, okay. Yeah. But still pretty good. It's probably two weeks. I mean, in two weeks. If you don't have your sun basket, you're going to be wishing you had ordered right now. That's such a good point. Mm-hmm. You're just delaying your satisfaction. I know. Well, thank you so much, Sun Basket, for your sponsorship. Yeah. And should we get going to our first clip? Yeah. So, okay. The premise of this podcast is really simple. It's um, this couple who has their friends convince them to like the stuff that they like. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, it's aptly called Make Me Like It. The hosts are Kelly Hudson and Dan Klein, who are married like writers and comedians. Um, some of the f- things that their friends have tried to convince them to like on the show, and often it's stuff that like not everyone likes like you don't have to convince someone to like Beyonce um but some topics that their friends have convinced them to like have included opera malls the royal family like the British royal family um and the bachelor among other things I have to listen to oh my god that which one well I feel like I love malls more than <gasps> like I love malls I love malls I love malls <laughs> and I 
can't stand the royal family. So I want to listen to both. Okay, keep on going. I would want to listen to maybe The Bachelor because I've not gotten into that yet. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't gotten into it, time. but like I don't want to, so I'm not interested. Fair. Okay. That's a good point. You don't have to be convinced of everything. Um, on this episode, they have their friend who's an actor and writer, uh, Jordan Firstman, on to convince them to like ayahuasca. Which is basically, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's this drink that Native South Americans have made from natural elements like leaves and that kind of thing that have sort of natural hallucinogenics in them. Um, It has like, the drink has like psychoactive and hallucinogenic effects. Um, You take it during this special ceremony um, that is sort of like led by someone who is local and understands the cultural and historical significance, whatever, whatever. Then you puke your brains out and then people, I mean, people say you have like life altering realizations and you come out a really changed person. Also, it's spelled A-Y-A-H-U-A-S-C-A and I've heard it so many, talked about so many times and I saw it on the document and I was like, is that the new pop singer or something? I had no <laughs> idea, but I'm so glad we're talking about this because I listen to a lot of podcasts and I feel like it's a very comedian thing. Like comedians are yeah. always talking about totally. this. Totally. And like bragging about types, doing it. LA yeah. Types, yeah. It feels like people who like meditate and are sort of like seeking to better their understanding of the world and themselves and whatever are very prone to this because you have like realizations like that. And they're daredevils. And they're daredevils. Yeah. But you're so right. When I saw it written out, I was like, oh, that's how you spell ayahuasca. It's not what I would have guessed. No. Um, Chelsea Handler, her did you see her Netflix series, Chelsea Does? No. Oh, it's so good. Really? Because I don't like her that much, so I'll give it a try. Oh, interesting. It's very not her her TV show at all. Okay. It's a, it's a four-part documentary series, basically, and each one is on a different subject. So she does, like, relationships, um, race, uh drugs i think drugs is the thing and technology interesting it's really really that's interesting because i think on her show well i haven't watched that much of it she seemed kind of mean so it seems like this is a good thing like talk about something else like don't rip people apart well i'm being mean no no no. her etv show is very much that it was like celebrity gossip and dish and like kind of like yeah just like negging on people and like being sort of above it all i think she left because she was getting older and that sort of like felt shitty and her new netflix TV show is very much not that. It's way more like, let me have this like congresswoman <gasps> on. This and is like, exciting for me to hear because I want to like her. She's so smart. Okay, okay. Start with Chelsea Does on Netflix. Okay. It's, I loved it. And it's only four part, four part documentary series. Suggestion, suggestion. Yeah. Thank well, you. and the bonus is she does ayahuasca on film <gasps> and they show the whole ceremony. It's really oh, fascinating. Okay. So it's a good way to understand how this drug works. And I am not doing ayahuasca. So I just want to watch someone else do it. Yeah. I am not. Vicariously. You've yeah. decided there's no way. Yeah. Well, let's see if Jordan Firstman can convince you on Make Me Like It, <laughs> this episode. Um, so, okay, he's done, Jordan has done ayahuasca three times. As he tells it, the first trip was incredible. He felt super connected to the people that he was with, um, and he was so emotional, like in a cathartic way, whatever, whatever. The second time, however, did not go as smoothly, and here is that story. And so that trip was really, really the opposite of the first one. Oh, no. And it was horrifying. Oh, my Truly, God. Truly, like, I was in hell for seven hours, Ooh. and I didn't know who I was or what I looked like, so I had, like, no identity. <laughs> and oh, I, my God. And I, I, ca- I knew that I wasn't coming back. I, oh like, knew God. with every fiber of my being, like, it, your life it's is over. over. You're never coming back. That's, That's happened to me. Bad That's juju. actually happened to me a couple times. Just, <laughs> just actually, like no, not not sober, but like having smoked a pot, mm-hmm. like pot in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah, and just smoking so much of it, and just being like, I'm never coming back. Yeah. I'm dead. It's, I don't know who I am or what this is. And there's no worse feeling in the it's world. It's the worst. It is there's pretty scary. You to, and to be alive and not exist it. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Are you throwing up at the? All yeah, this yeah, time? yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're just all this time. All this not not the whole time. You go through fits of it, but on the first time. Right after she said, um, it's all easy, I threw up so much, and it felt <gasps> Incredible. Like better than any orgasm I've ever had. I'm <laughs> oh, not kidding. Because you were like, you're just like rainbows throwing and... up every like insecurity or fear. Like, yeah. that's what it felt like. Sure. Not selling it for me. What about you? <laughs> that feels horrifying. But listen to the whole episode, because he talks about the first trip in which... Um, he says he met female God. I, that was interesting. It, yeah. So he says the first trip he met, met female God and the second time he met male God. And the female God 
was good and nurturing and loving and male God was dominating that and was, threatening. So it, the way he describes it is really scary. Yeah. Um, and the way he describes being in hell. The thing that struck me the most too on the second trip, the bad one, was um, not knowing who he was. He didn't know what he looked like. He didn't know who... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of freaky. I mean, I'm really glad people do it. I love hearing about this. Yeah. That's so interesting to me. It is really like, interesting. I don't want... I don't want to go there. I don't want to go to there. For so many reasons. And he also described it being really taxing on your body. You know what I mean? And also that it's like a deeply personal experience. Wait, would you do ayahuasca? (sighs) I mean, probably not. But I guess if I was in like South America. If someone jumped off a cliff and was like, we're jumping off a cliff now. (laughs) I guess I feel open to it. Okay. To be honest, um, like Pete Holmes talks about mushrooms and it's not like I do drugs. I really don't do drugs. I haven't done like any drugs. I would do any drug with Pete Holmes. Oh, same, same. But he talks about mushrooms and I feel like there's something about them being natural that makes me less nervous. And also um, he just talks about it like being, you know, being in wilderness, like you out camping or something and you do them. It just like connects you to the nature and makes things like just kind of move and be colorful. And it sounds like a creative experience. Next week on Podcast Podcast, (gasps) we're going to be on mushrooms. Can you imagine? You've uh, heard us try hot sauce. Now watch us trip. (laughs) I feel like DJ J. Woo... I don't think he's done ayahuasca, but I feel like he would. Would you? It's actually one of the ones that I... It's one of the few drugs I'm not that interested in, just because oh. of the process through which you have to go through. Uh-huh. I mean, I think if the opportunity was presented, like kind of how, what you're saying, is like, yeah. you were in the right place, you were with the right people, Yeah, I would probably... And, and they were all game to do it. Like, I would probably just sack up and do it. Clip three is from Lady Problems. Have you ever listened to Lady Problems? I I have listened to Lady Problems. Okay, it's an MTV podcast. Yeah, which I'm telling you, like you don't know, but I think. You but know. but again, don't let that um discourage you. Just like don't let a YA book discourage yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought that it would kind of be lame because MTV like ruins things sometimes. <laughs> but this is really a smart podcast. Um, and this episode is with. Durga Chu Bose and the hosts are Haley Meotic and Rachel Handler. And um, uh, Durga is a writer. She's written for the hairpin. And I have a huge, I have my crush on her is so large that we should all be terrified, especially her. (laughs) She should be terrified because I love her so much. She's one of my favorite writers. And, um, she's one of Brooklyn Mag's 30 under 30. Her essay collection, Too Much and Not the Mood, is coming out in April. And she wrote this essay on the hairpin called Sense Living Alone. And it's one of my favorite things I've ever read on the internet ever. Wow. And I'll post a link for you guys to read it. But it's about living alone. And it's obviously about living alone. But it's just so smart. And sp- spoke to me. I, live, I lived alone when I lived in New York City. Um, in an essay called summer pictures she's really starts talking about how she hates summers in new york city and it actually eventually goes into how she loves movies so that connection is really really interesting and in it she writes more so characterizing it as the movies conjures what i intensely crave especially during summer's incurable groan a sense of ceremony a custom an aggrandized non-literal girl and yet somehow pious dark space where despite the indignity or gross charm of sticky floors, the company of a snoring stranger or the weak boom of a mediocre blockbuster, I experienced the humbling feeling of being an audience member of succumbing to the emotional tremors of moving pictures. And anyways, read the whole essay. I'll post it for you guys. It's called summer pictures, but in this clip they're talking about why they hate, summertime in New York City and that's what I want to talk about yeah I mean reading that I had my first New York summer this summer because I just moved here last year and it was like I love summer I hate New York summer so much I was so unhappy and reading this essay I was like yes this is exactly why and I also have this new strategy now I'm just gonna be in the movies all day so oh yeah it's great it's it was very it was very freeing because you do feel like this pressure to be outside and enjoy the day and all this bullshit but like no no, it's I love horrible. when it's really beautiful weather and I'm 
kind of adamantly staying inside. <laughs> I'm like, nothing like a beautiful day for me to not go outside. <laughs> Haley, what is, what's your hot take on the summer? Oh, I hate summer. And this is like my most controversial opinion, I think, just because, yeah, like I don't like being hot. Um, I like get very tired and irritable very fast. Um, I've just always been an indoor kid, <laughs> I guess. So movies for me too, like that was a deliberate choice you had to make where you're like, no, I'm that person. I would rather be in a theater. I'd rather be sitting inside with a butt. I don't want to go play like in a playground oh or whatever. Gosh, yeah. I mean, I love like the beach or whatever in moderate doses. But <laughs> New York too, like you were saying, uh, it's not just summer. It's New York summer. That's when the totally grime different. is at its most potent. Peak. Yeah. I feel like I found my people. Like I, Because I feel like I've said this before. And I get so much shit for saying, like, because when, when you say you don't like summer, people think you don't like fun. Right. And, but I should say, I used to love summer when I lived in Ohio and mm. I went to the pool every day and I didn't have to go to school. But my summers in New York City, summer in New York City blows. It's hot. The subway, don't even go on the subway. Everyone smells bad. You have to take a shower when you get to work. Like, figure that out. It's like, it's so hot. Like, you you still have to go to work. Like, I, if you go on vacation, you just have to work extra hard in the heat before you, I just, I feel this. And you have to like, wear work appropriate clothes and then go into the subway, which is a thousand degrees. No, I, but I, I think it. if you say most of the time, I feel like I'm a little afraid to admit that. I also think that um, I hate summer here too. Oh my god, we can all say it. <gasps> mm, I do. I do. I, do I, I don't. Better? Even even like when I'm outside, like I have to get out, like I have to go to New Paltz and see Patty and her family because like I don't like being here outside. My God, Do, it doesn't who really do wants it for me. to do it? Yeah, what are we gonna do? Like walk around, like smell some like nasty ass shit on the sidewalk? <laughs> like, exactly. That's... I mean, I'd rather smell like cow shit and be out in the middle of nowhere. I really do miss one thing. I miss about Ohio: the pools. There's pools everywhere in Ohio, and I I'm a pool rat. Mm. I that's the one thing I'm. But guess what? I don't go to pools. I don't. I have to go to work. If there was an outdoor pool that I could go to every day in New York City, maybe I would love summer more, but they took my pools away from me. (laughs) Like if it was real outdoors, I mean, yeah, outside. I miss like real outdoors. Yeah. Being in Colorado. What's your perfect summer day? Perfect summer day? Uh, Like getting up early in Denver. Like No, 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 no. Here. Oh, here? Oh, perfect summer day here? Yeah. Uh, fucking drinking iced coffee and reading a book next to my air conditioner and then maybe going to get a beer if there's someone around to drink with. That's a good one. That's, That's a, what pretty about much you? what it comes down to. Well, I have to say like a couple years ago, so I've always disliked summer, but a couple years ago I was like, there's nothing you can do about it. You kind of have to lean in. And so I just started like running outside more in the summer and just being like, you're going to be a sweaty mess and that's fine. And so I've sort of like the past two summers, I've sort of like really enjoyed myself in a way I never had. So I think my perfect summer day would be like it being a summer Friday. So at work, you only work half a day because that I get that, which is awesome. And then going for a run and I'm right there along the west side where there's like the running park and that like d- that west feels side's great to run. It feels more yeah. like real outdoors yeah, like you're that's saying. That's true. And you f- it's you get the chill off the water. It's true. You get the chill off the water, you get the trees. It's it it, it smells good. Yeah. Like, yeah. It smells like outside. Yeah. It smells like outside, which is the New York City streets do not smell like outside. It's funny to say cuz you're so right. That's a novelty for us for it to smell like nature. Mm-hmm. So I think that for me, once I change my mind to, mindset to be like, yeah, you're going to be sweaty. You're going to be a, good a little point. hot, like lean in. I'm going to do that this summer. Cheryl Sandberg style. Well, that's the thing too. If you run up past like a hundredth, mm-hmm. one tenth, like it starts getting a lot more like quiet and yep. mellow and like more family oriented. And it's like, and you can like kind of, yeah, like it smells more like nature Well, you hit yeah, that point weird. in 96 where it goes from like sort of like, uh, riverside like park with some cement stuff, some grass stuff, and it becomes a true trail. Like yeah, you're exactly. in the trees yeah, yeah. up as far as it goes. So that's that's really fun. 
I'm going to try to do this 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 year. It, I didn't think it would have worked because I really didn't like summer and I don't really like the sun. But it it worked the past two summers. I've really enjoyed myself much more. I feel like you should write a book about your philosophy. <gasps> oh, my gosh. This could be kind of huge. Lives. Yeah. Wait, what's your perfect New York summer day? Um, I think that you're right. It would include actually like I like work. Yeah. I like going to my work. I really do. Yeah. I like work days. But I love work days when they're not full work days. You're really totally fun. right. That is really fun. Yeah. We have a summer Friday mm-hmm. and I love it when I go home at my summer Friday and I take a nap, which is something I never do. Like this yeah, is like, I'm shocked. You never nap. No, but like I would on my ideal. Yeah. And then maybe like get drinks outside yes. but when it's cooler. Like, and I would, during my nap, I would read. I would read and just nap, like whatever, like read, sleep, read, sleep, up and down. Who yep. knows what I'm doing anymore? Yep. Then I would go get drinks, like when it was a little cooler, and then I would go to a comedy show, and then I would go to dinner outside, sit outside, but it's like not it's hot dark anymore. Out. Yeah. yeah, I've never had a summer good. Fridays. You haven't until this year. Yeah, in <gasps> case you don't know, it's this like made up thing that like New Yorkers do, which is, is it specific the, to New York. It's the one good thing about New York summers. I don't. I feel like no one else does it. I'm so That's curious crazy. about it. It's like oh, when, it's awesome. when I worked yeah. at Parenting, you got to pick five summers to have the whole day off. Five five days or five days, yeah. sorry. And then so we all like worked it out. But like I think generally it's you get every summer Friday is a half a day. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's the general. And then some people do like you're saying every other Friday is actually yeah. the full day off. And some people you can decide Friday or Monday that kind of thing. Which would you rather have? I think in theory, I'd rather have every other Friday full day off, but I, I don't know if that's right in practice. Like, See, that's what we're yeah. doing Good. with my team. Like, we're, we're, we're doing full day. Every I think other full day is better. Yeah. I enjoyed it because you could actually travel. And that's I also it. feel like what happens to me is I'm like, oh, it's a f- summer Friday. And then I end up working. It's really hard to leave your work. You always end it's up It's really hard to leave your desk. That's a good point. Yeah. You're like, Past I'm one o'clock, Yeah. It never, no away. one ever leaves. So, that's time. a really good point. You don't even, you'll, you end up leaving at like 4.30 and it's, it still feels special, but yeah. you're not really getting to have to. I feel like your company's going to wink at you like, yeah, yeah, sure. Leave whenever you want. Just make sure you get your work done. Well, I feel like it is this New York specific thing because everyone in the city leaves for this weekend on the summers in the summer everyone like goes out to long island or goes upstate or goes to the poconos like everyone just leaves vacates the city friday at like one o'clock so i think it's for that like they're catering to people leaving and then if you stay it's just like everything is a little more quiet Mm -hmm. oh my gosh so fun See, there's good things about New York summers. Aww, this is fun. We actually went from like hating around. on a New York summer all the way to being like, here's what's unique. Here's what I personally like. Yeah. Good job, Lauren. Fuck that though. It still sucks. You you're <laughs> up at you're up right. You're you're getting to work by like nine or ten, and you're sweating your ass you're off, right. and you're trying to look good. You're right. Or Fuck like that. look presentable, suck. and it's like you just sweat through both your shirts well, i always feel bad for fuck. boys because as a girl i just wear something slutty and inappropriate and it's a little better <laughs> oh same though oh you too yeah okay. yeah just wear my uh your tank top my it's like a suit but with short shorts oh yeah. oh and no a, sleeves <laughs> that sounds sexy oh my gosh Can you I picture bet... that like a suit jacket with no sleeves <laughs> yeah and like short shorts like short shorts but like made out of but it's nice like a speedo pants material yeah. you don't always wear that i do i, I bet do i would like you to look up your hr like is that like if you wore a speedo like is that against the rules what if it was a denim speedo Look into it. Let's. There's only one way to find out. I'll ask. Uh, we've been challenging each other a lot lately, so <laughs> I'm challenging you. Sold. I'm going to talk to my HR person tomorrow. Okay. Done. Um. Wow, that was such a good one. It really got us going. Yeah, we really uh, <laughs> turned a turned that frown upside down. <laughs> Should we uh, jump to the jingle jangle? Please do. So, oh, <laughs> I'm so excited about this jingle jangle. I am too. Ah! I think, as you all know, our jingle jingle is when we play some musical uh, clip, whether that's a podcast intro or just some song that's that's played during a podcast. This one comes from a brand new podcast called Missy and Zach Might Bang. I know that sounds confusing, but that's the name of it. Um, it comes from producers Anna Ferris and Sim Sarna, who also produce and host the ever charming Anna Ferris is unqualified. And also they copied us. Cause like this podcast was originally called 
Lauren and Eric might bang, but then we were like, oh, that's not happening. We'll, so we, we realized the name. we'll definitely bang. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it we, work. we call it making whoopee. Maybe it's that's true. what I'll make you like then. Oh. Making you like bang Lauren. <laughs> oh my God. This is going to a weird place. Oh, wow. I'm looking forward to a detailed list of all that's the a reasons challenge. I should like that. I can't believe yeah. my husband is, is offering that up. Yeah, but hey, I mean... It's we also, take challenges seriously on this podcast. Yeah, we're not we're not just gonna throw them we're around. We're not throwing you know? po- challenges around. Um, we keep it real. We have a one hundred percent success rate for challenging each other. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Oh my gosh, you have on. two kind of hard challenges. This I do. Episode. I do. Listen, I'm up for it. Kara, do on. not cut those parts out of the podcast. <laughs> Okay. okay um so missy and zach might bang the hosts of the show are the brilliant missy Pyle, who's been in everything literally everything her imdb actor credits she has 151 it just says everything <laughs> it just says all the things um i know her and love her from jennifer falls on tbs which was an underrated tv show i have literally never heard of her you've never heard of missy Pyle? no did you recognize her did you google no. her i didn't know she was someone for real? No, I'm excited. This is cool. She's awesome. Look out for her. You, okay. You're going to now see her everywhere. God, She's we learned everything. so much together. Uh, oh. Isn't that beautiful? We're staring at each other lovingly. Longingly with our heads, with our heads like at the dog same who hears angle. A question. Oh, I love you. You know how when you ask a dog a question, he like tilts his head? Yeah. Um. Okay. So she was also on the Sarah Silverman pro- program. So you watched that. I guarantee you saw her on that. Never saw it. Oh, never mind. Um. She also has just like been on every single like sitcom and comedy in the last decade. Um, the other host is Zach Selwyn, who is a singer songwriter and actor. Um, the podcast is basically just them like dicking around with lots of improvisational songs, which is where Jingle Jangle comes in. In this clip, um, Missy is singing a song to Anna Ferris, which is a dedication of love, but also sort of like a summary of the topics that they've discussed during the podcast thus far. Um, it it definitely includes a bit about a story that Zach told detailing how he went to cryogenic therapy, which is like, have you heard of cryogenic therapy? Mm-hmm. You like sit in this really cold chamber and it's just like, doesn't LeBron have like a cryogenic LeBron? No, but he go, he doesn't have one, but he goes, uh, he goes chambering like right now, <laughs> right about now he's starting to do those treatments. Okay. So you just like, Bring your body temp down below some certain degree and it's like freezing and you just chill. And it's like good for you? Pretty much. <laughs> it helps. It speeds up recovery. It. So co-host Zach went um, to cryogenic therapy and then he subs- subsequently, quote unquote, enjoyed himself. Whoa. If you know what I mean. Winky, winky. Like... Like does that does that make sense? Yes. Some self love. Anyway, um, so so Missy <laughs> sings about that as well. So here it is. All right, this is Missy Pyle on guitar singing a love song to Anna Ferris. My second husband was from Montana, but he didn't hold a candle to the love I feel for Anna. If Zach and Missy might bang Hope one day that you and I can hang In a cryogenic freezer And then we can go simultaneously masturbate Frozen cum Where does your frozen cum come from? Oh, and I hope to find out one day when you and I are rolling around in the hay, hay. Oh, I know. <laughs> that was really, great. Really, I also just love hearing Anna's reaction. <laughs> She's so like tickled. It's so cute. Also, talk about making songs up on the spot. I know. We learned from last week. Well, you don't think it's that hard. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds Whatever. harder than it looks. Give me five minutes. Even your song. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, couldn't do that. I couldn't top that. That is Well, gold. she also plays the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just don't know how you think of those rhymes like oh my off God. the top of your head. And it's so funny. Oh she didn't God, like, she so didn't prepare that. She no. just made it happen. That was glorious. The other part that I really like about that song is she says my first spouse was from Montana. That's true. I just Googled it while oh she was gosh. singing and that's true. 
Wow. It's just impressive. I feel like we could really dig into these songs and like there's going to be like them. like cliff notes yeah. for the songs. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about Missy Pyle is that her Twitter... So you, you might not get this long because you don't know who Miss Pyle is, but her Twitter description says, quote, I was not in the parent trap. I'm sorry for the pain that may cause because she and an actress whose name is Elaine Hendricks get super confused very often. You may not recognize Elaine Hendricks's name, but you've definitely seen her in a million things similar to Missy Pyle. And they look really, really similar. Um, do you remember the parent trap with Lindsay Lohan mm-hmm. and like the mean stepmom? Of course. Yeah, that's Elaine <sighs> Hendricks. Oh. Just Google, just trust me, Google yes, Missy yes, Pyle, yes, Elaine yes, Hendricks. Yes. You will not be disappointed. Okay. Elaine Hendricks was like in all those 90 movies as like the mean stepmom or like the mean, like young, hot woman. Um, okay. And I know who Missy Pyle is now. I'm like looking her up. Yeah. But okay. do you, you don't, you don't recognize her even from seeing her? No, I do. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that I think that's really funny. Oh my god, I think I have a new crush. Is it Missy, Missy Pyle? Pyle? Yeah, there's a picture of her on her Instagram reading "Bad Feminist." <gasps> that, <sounds laughs> that was a really good use of sound effect. Um. So anyway, I hope that this uh, new podcast, Missy and Zach Might Bang, is going to provide us with lots of new jingle jingle fodder in the future oh since gosh. they do songs. I love it. I'm Yay. excited about that one. Me too. Um, should we jump to segment segment where yes, we talk about non-podcast yes. things? Who wants to start? I feel like I always start. I'll go first this time. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk about mixing prints mm-hmm. in your wardrobe. I feel like I I love my clothes so much. In fact, I've been doing this. It's actually a very bad habit I'm in right now where I basically wake up at 2.30 in the morning every single morning. This is not my segment segment. I do not recommend doing this. Uh-huh. I wake up at 2.30 in the morning and I put on a fashion show for myself and I pick out new clothes for the next day. That's crazy. And it's like, I can't sleep. It's not a good thing, but like I always have a lot of fun doing it. I'm like, this is fun, but it's bad. Like, and then I'm like tired the next day cause I can't back to sleep. But like my outfit is awesome. Does like, she ever wake you up when she's doing this and she's just like standing over the bed? I woke no. you up last night and was just staring at Although you. Although you, yeah, last night was hilarious. Cause I was like, I know I'm not dreaming right now. I turned that TV off and I probably farted. And then <laughs> I look over fart. and your like eyes are wide open. And I'm like, I was trying to figure out, but wait, why? Well, how did the that's TV another get back story? I don't get it. No, 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 I turned. I was like, it was on because I we both fell asleep watching uh-huh. TV, and then I, like I woke up just to turn it off. Oh, I this see, is I see. another story. But, but like, yeah. Anyways, but anyway, I so my outfits have been amazing, but I've been like sleep deprived. But I feel like I I love my clothes is what I'm trying to say, and I feel like I pretty much like. I, I like colors and prints, but I don't really mix them up too much. And I was listening to this episode of if See Something, Say Something. Have you ever listened to it? Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's uh, BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's about um, being Muslim in America, basically, mm. and like dealing with all this bullshit. I think we maybe had a clip from... See Maybe. something, say something. Maybe about the gin. About- yeah, from one of our first episodes, I think. Was it? It was a long time ago. Yeah, I think yeah, it was too. Yeah, you're right. Anyway. Um, they have their lawyer on this episode. Oh. And it's funny because she's actually giving like there to give like good advice to people that actually need help when they're at the airport. Like, how do you go to the airport and like what are your rights? But she yeah. also is talking about mixing prints. <laughs> and like advice on mixing prints. She loves mixing prints. Yeah. So like I was tweeting at her and I was like asking about fashion advice and i was like i tweeted her i was like i feel kind of bad like wasting your time like you're like helping people like survive (laughs) in america and i'm like but what about flowers (laughs) and she tweeted me back and she was like no this is super important and like we've been tweeting back and forth about fashion tips and like yeah she tweeted me a picture of her outfit like she is like she is like a movie star like i'm in another crush add to my crush list but here she is really quickly talking about mixing prints um, so day two pattern mixing can be like, okay, well, I have a flowered shirt and I have a flowered skirt. They both have the same kinds of flowers on them. They're different colors. Put them together. Bam! You have pattern mixing. Day two accomplished. So I've been mixing flower, like whatever. I love that. That's such a good point. It's so fun. And yeah. it also like zwadruples your wardrobe because it's like no this i have a million more outfits everything goes together yeah sorry i talked about that way too long no i'm i'm into it okay i love i want to see your denim speedo paired with flowers that don't match 
I'm going to embroider some flowers on my denim speedo. Thank you. Um, I really like mixing. I, I like when you see a person who's really creatively like max, yeah. mix, mix and match like patterns. And that's the good thing about I know, something I love about spring in New York. Yeah. Because the jackets come off. Yeah. And like in the winter, you can't see people's clothes. You're just walking around. <laughs> Everyone's true. wearing those big black jackets. And in the spring, it's like, oh my God, everyone looks amazing. And I didn't Everyone know. Everyone has such great clothes. That yeah. is one thing that's so great about New York is people are so creative and people oh. are just so good at dressing and it's fun to see on the subway. It's like a little parade. It's like a little fashion can't show. can't stop watching. And yeah. I want to be one of those people where they're like, you always are. She is matching florals and it's amazing. <laughs> okay, sorry. Keep on going. This amazing. is That was too long of me talking about it. but No, that was a great segment segment. Um, Justin, do you have a segment segment? Yes. Uh just real quick, the uh, my segment segment is um, a little known thing called stickers in iOS messages. So uh, if you see the little arrow when you're when you're texting your friends and you see that little arrow and you open you tap that arrow and you hit the app store icon tap that arrow and then you download some stickers and then you post that shit to your friends' text messages because they they're stupid or they're funny. Do that shit because it's funny. Also, just because my um, we are the company I work for. We're putting out some new sticker packs for SpongeBob and the Ninja Turtles, and they're gonna be awesome. Yes. So Eric, you know those things that I was texting you with before? Yeah. Those are stickers. It's like little icons that you can put on top of text bubbles and other like. It doesn't look like a text message. It looks like you're painting on the text. I mean, message. they can also be oh like my they can also be gifs. So like, they're so you, fun. You can make gifs. You can. I you reject can, the way you say that, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Everyone at work says gifts, and I'm like, I was at a gifts. conference with crazy. Giphy, no. and they say gif. They said gif. Here's the thing, though. It's it's just the guy who created the image format says gif, but he's not a linguist, so, so fuck he, him. He, fuck him. Also, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like so I feel like I we're overthrowing him. We're jafaring him. <gasps> Jafar him. Jafar. I'm sorry, Justin. I so really interrupted you to correct you. No. That that that's it. That's it. Justin introduced stickers into my life, and I haven't been the same since. And also, he also introduced stickers into the lives of my parents. And I feel like we'll get on text chains with the four of us, and like all it is is stickers on top of stickers and top of the stickers. Or it's like so gifts fun. with stickers on yeah, top yeah, of yeah. stickers. Yeah, Oh my on god. Top of gifts. Yes. And then, yeah. I I downloaded all the Disney ones. Okay, Highly but recommended. So I just I just like got some stickers, but now how do I put them in there? Ooh. DJ Jay, we yeah, can so show you. Uh huh. You're gonna f- shit your pants. Yeah. I just downloaded some really good stickers that Lauren is gonna love. Oh, wait, where They're supposed to show up there. See, so click the plus, and then click this first one. It says I installed it, but oh, it's wait, not showing no, up. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on a sec. Oh, manage. Wait, what? Images? So weird. I have no idea what's going on here. Oh my gosh. I'm so confused. This is not planned. Okay, Cut well. Cut this out. I'm well, going to have to work out my sticker, but that's, I, I love it. Cause Lauren, so you texted me these cute little stickers on top of my message and I was so obsessed. So I'm definitely going to, um, work this out and get my, I basically sticker. want everyone to start using them so that there's more like we Justin and I last night were like dreaming of like our dream stickers. Like I would love like Mike Tyson ah. to have some. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson Although I didn't even check. They might be some Adult Swim ones that are good. Adult Swim should definitely have some. I mean, there's already I, I a bunch of great do. Disney ones. Um, I also would love it if there were some like, like book characters, like fiction. You know what I mean? Like, like my company should make them for like Catcher in the Rye. There should be a Holden Caulfield one. Like, that's a great idea. I just sent you a sticker. <gasps> They're life changing. <laughs> Okay, we got to post some of these stickers on our um, Facebook or Twitter or something because I think they're so cute. Yeah, when are you going to be able to tweet with stickers and GIFs? <laughs> I'm like looking question. at you like, you know. Wait. With, like put with, them in tweets and stuff. I don't know if that will be a thing. I want that to be Not a thing. Sure. Can you like do something about that? Mm. You have an important job. I'll put. Put in your two cents. Yeah. I'll throw my hat in the ring. Thanks. Love you. <laughs> Love you. What a good one! I can't. Okay, I'm gonna spend way too much time now doing some yes, stickers. You are. I'm really excited. Um. Okay, my segment segment is simple. It's just um Uber XL. <laughs> so you know Uber. Yeah. This probably goes back Whatever. to the first class plane thing, but 
There's an option you can get Uber XL and it's just like a bigger car and you have more room. Why are you, why are you grimacing? What's the issue? I'm trying not to use Uber. They're so evil. Oh God. Is this bad? Sorry, Lyft XL. Does Lyft have an XL? No, you're right though. It doesn't fucking matter. No, Lyft does. is bad too. No, They're all the bad. It does matter though because it's sort of like that's capitalism. You, you Your power is where you spend your money, I, I believe. <laughs> but I do... Uh, it's just it's well how about this uber's the best there's it like they're awful but they're the best like it's the most the best way to get around i thought wait i thought lyft was good as far as like ethics well i know ethically lyft is better and that's why i try to use lyft but i deep down inside i believe that they're it's evil also like let's not try to like romanticize lyft and also like uber I mean, okay, maybe we don't feel it in New York City as much, but I was talking to someone today in San Francisco and she was like, yeah, I try to be like moral and use Lyft and it's like not good. It's like Uber is the best. Like, so it's kind of like, and they, I don't think Lyft has XL. So like to your point, like. Yeah. Well, but wait, the reason we are not liking Uber is because they sometimes do some shitty things like surge pricing to take advantage of people. During a hurricane. Lyft does that too. Like, like actually last weekend. We, we hopped in a car, but I was like in charge of getting the car. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Lyft is doing a 75% increase because it was raining. And I was like, all right, let's just see what Uber is doing because I'm a bad person. I didn't delete my app. And they didn't even have any search pricing. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? All right. And so I paid like 10 bucks. for Search that, pricing makes sense to me. Yeah, totally. It's raining. Totally. Yeah. It's but, demand, yeah. but like, look, if you're, if you're going to, if I have to choose between one or the other, no, but, but no, that's not because surge pricing doesn't make sense to me when there's a hurricane, which is what Uber did. Like surge, like surge pricing when it's raining. Yeah. Well, here's the problem more when it's raining. Uber uses algorithms that don't factor in Mm -hmm. like empathy. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the problem isn't that for me that it's surge pricing. The problem is that there needs to be someone who's like, Oh, we, there has to be a human element like this that isn't reviews cool. it. So yes. it's like we can't surge price if there's a hurricane. Right. We can't surge price if there's a massive protest at JFK because, you know. And that's why Lyft has little halos on right now because they gave money to the ACLU. But right. like I just but think. the Lyft, Wasn't the Lyft CEO like on some Trump committee? I think. No, I think I mean, that, was, both, that was. I thought they both oh, were. Oh, they both were. They I, both. Know, I knew that Lyft was also bad. It's like in this. Okay. It doesn't take much to be less worse than Travis of Uber. You know, like if we're like ranking evil, Mm. it's like Jafar, Travis, (laughs) Lyft. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you're less evil than Uber. Congratulations. Yeah. But sorry, I totally hijacked you. No, not at all. It's good context. Okay, we turned that frown upside down with Summers in New York City and now I'm shitting on your segment segment. No, don't be silly. I, it was it's good context and I am embarrassingly um kind of uninformed about all the Uber Lyft stuff. But what I was gonna say is just that like the Uber XL option made me feel like I was a housewife, which I thought you would appreciate because I was sitting in this big black <laughs> SUV with like oh, the middle nice. seat pulled all the way back and you had all this room. Be fancy. Suddenly I understood how people can just like comfortably ride around in a car because every time I'm in a cab, I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna barf from either the like heat ayahuasca. or the smell or the traffic or the ayahuasca or all three or all Four. three. Whatever. So sometimes it's really fun to just like treat yourself. No, you're yourself. right. Treat yourself, and it's like. We deserve it sometimes. That's some when I feel like I've done that before, and it's yeah. like, oh, wait, I'm an adult and I can really do this. And like, oh this gosh. is real life. I know what you mean. That no, but this is symbolic of all of those little things where you yeah. think, I shouldn't really do this. No, do those little things that like make you like your day a little bit better. You don't yeah. have to do it all the time. The little treat yourselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Well, thanks for accepting my. Um, uh, unethical. I'm sorry. I feel like I. No, no, no. Don't no be I'm, all, I'm all about it. I, I'm actually, I totally know. What you're saying. I'm, fuck it. But I'm actually glad fuck that it. you reminded me because I I don't know a ton about it, and um, this is reminding me that I should be I should be more informed about like well, where I'm putting my money. Here's where we're at. I deleted my Uber app because I'm like I prefer Lyft. Yeah. But then like I'm like Justin, will you please get a car and I'll get Uber if it's cheaper. <laughs> so i'm making justin do it well, justin i'll be in heaven you'll be in hell cool. with travis yeah. it's about informed choices i'd be chilling 
We um, order Lyft more now. I'll say that. Do you agree? Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. I feel like ever since that ban- delete Uber thing. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'll t- pick it. I'll, like I'll we, go there first. Yeah, we we started doing that. We but like, to, I'm not. We go to I'm not first. opposed to. I'm not. Yeah, I guess I'm just not. Also, we have a friend who works for Lyft, and they just all seem like really happy, wonderful. That's kind of when we mm-hmm. when we turned the corner, actually. Yeah. Before even any of that shit went down, because it was like, yeah, no, it seemed like he yeah. was uh, very happy there. And I think if you That's actually talk to culture. Lyft drivers, they're uh, happier. Huh. I mean, I guess I've never really had. Um, a driver of any sort that was like mean or rude, you know? Yeah. Uber's are, drivers are, but I think that Uber, um, Lyft drivers like Lyft more. Like they're still going to be nice to you. Uber drivers are still going to be nice to you, but yeah. I think that Lyft drivers are treated a little better. Hmm. Um, I downloaded this app called, um, Movin, M O O V N. Um, and it's a very similar thing. It's like a ride share app. Um, but it's black owned. Um, and it was one of the ones that sort of like rose to the top out of the sort of um, chaos and scandal of all this Lyft Uber stuff. Well, that's the good thing because all this time, like Uber has had a monopoly over all this so that they can surge during a hurricane. And it's like, right. we need like move in and like that's more to come up. So it's like, well, no, the people have better choices. The yeah. people can choose a more ethical company. That's what we need. We just need to get over this hump of like Uber owning everything and you having no other options. Yeah. We're living in a city where there's only Uber, you know? Right. You need to diversify the options so yeah. that there's competition and then, you know, it makes things fair and reasonable. When we're on episode 975 of this podcast and we're listening, re-listening to this one, we're going to be like, remember the days where like you had to use Uber and we'll like laugh about it. We'll be like, ha ha ha. <laughs> How ridiculous. Now I use butts to go. <gasps> my new favorite ride sharing app. We'll cut that out. Cause you have to. Oh my gosh. That. You're so right. Don't let anyone hear that. Oh my God. Get my butts lawyer on to the go. horn. Get, oh my God. Who is it? Get Larry on the horn. Yeah. Arnie, Arnie. Junior's lawyer. You know, your parents' cat's lawyer. Yeah. You know, (laughs) as you all know. As everyone has. (laughs) Wow. I feel like that was a, we've been on another journey. That was, we we were up and down, back and forth, left and right. Frowns up and down, nudity, surprises, challenges. We really learned a lot on this very special episode of podcast podcast they're all very special but this one was like super <laughs> special thanks for listening guys thanks to our editor kara we love you kara we love you if you have an idea for us to listen to a clip or a podcast you like tweet us at love your podcast or email us at love your podcast at gmail.com or just like send us a telepathic thought either one we'll get we'll get it We're we got you receiving see ya Bye.